I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, Hawkeye fans, to another edition of the Prospect Podcast here at Hawkeye Nation. I am Hawkeye Nation publisher Rob Howe, and happy to be joined today by Cedar Rapids Xavier offensive lineman Josh Volk, who is coming in in the 2020 class. Uh, We don't know when that will be, unfortunately, with the pandemic, but hopefully sooner rather than later we'll be able to get these guys playing football again. How are you doing today, Josh? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. I guess let's start there. Just kind of how things have gone. Uh, we're a couple, pretty much a couple months into this pandemic thing. When I've got uh, I've got kids in the Iowa City School District, and they've been home with me doing the homeschool thing. How have things been with you? Um, I mean, in Cedar Rapids, it's kind of the same thing. No school, so we got online classes. Um, I mean, just online classes and just doing odd jobs around the house projects and stuff like that. That's what I've been busy with. So are you done uh, with the online class stuff? Have you gotten your, are you done? Are you graduated? Oh, no, not yet. Uh, We still got this week and a little bit of next week. Okay, cool. How have you found the online learning compare? Obviously you're not around your classmates. So the social impact is, uh, is obvious, but how about just from a, you know, like a learning perspective? Um, I mean, it's a little bit challenging, you know, because at home you have all the distractions. Like, I got brothers sometimes will come in and be like, hey, what's up? And I'll be like, I'm, on, I'm in class right now, bro. But, uh, I mean, it's okay. I mean, I'm getting used to it. You know, I've talked to some of the other guys in your class doing the podcast and, and you know, just kind of got their uh, kind of their feelings and their their, um, their feedback on what this is like. I mean, this is kind of a big deal that uh, you're having kind of part of part of your life really taken away. I mean, a lot of us that haven't had to go through this during this time in their life, remember, you know, the prom and graduation and all that other stuff. I mean, how have you kind of come to terms with that, you know, being taken away from you? I mean, it is what it is. Um, I mean, like I would have liked to have graduation, you know, and prom and like some other things that we do at Xavier, like I, and track season, I would love to do track, but I mean, I mean, it just happens and we got to roll with it find a different way around it. How, um, how are you kind of keeping connected with, with friends and family and things like that to try to just, you know, keep 
be social, be as social, social as you can be during a quarantine. I mean, yeah, we, we got the social media. So like our, my friends got, we got a Snapchat group chat, you know, we talk in, um, I mean, I have a few kids that come out and lift sometimes at my house, six feet apart always, you know, but I mean, that's about it. It's kind of getting a little boring, not being able to like, see, you know, hang out and do stuff, but eventually we will. What's your training regimen like, Josh? What have you been able to do just in terms of keeping yourself in shape and trying to get, you know, as ready as you can for when you are able to get to Iowa? Yeah, so um, I got a squat rack and a bench in my garage so I can do squat, deadlift, uh, bench, and cleans, which is nice. I mean, I can do most of my lifts and stuff like that. And then I, I live on like a big acreage, so I got enough space to do like some agility and some running stuff. How do you feel like, um, how do you feel like you've been able to, to, uh, to, uh, I guess, stay in shape? Do you feel like you're, you're doing pretty well? Do you feel like you're getting yourself ready for, for when you get to college? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely feel like that. Um, so let's go back a little bit. Let's, I, I guess let's go back to kind of, your youth and, and when you started playing sports, do you kind of remember when uh, that first was when, when you first started to get, you know, interested and involved in sports? Gosh, I don't know. I was involved in sports like my whole life. Like I remember like as a kid, I'm like probably like kindergarten, like as like early as you can play like football and sports and stuff like that. I was always playing, played soccer for like a year or two when I was really, really young. But then it started with basketball, football, and baseball. And then I started track kind of in the middle middle school ages and then and then continued track through high school and football. And then baseball, I stopped after my freshman year of high school. But football all the way through. Okay. Um, was football always that first love or, or were, you, were you more into other sports? No, football was definitely my first. Like, you know, I loved that sport. It was my passion. Why do you think at such a young age you you know you you connected with it? Oh, my dad was our coach on most of the teams, so like I don't know, it was just like a bonding time with me and my dad, like and all my friends, like he was the coach, so it was really fun just to play football. And then I started like you know getting better, and I don't know, just my first passion, you know, of sports. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, the soccer thing is always interesting. I remember when my son was young you know kindergarten and they used to play soccer and I imagine you were probably one of the bigger kids was it like a bull in a china shop just running over people yeah I don't remember it too well but me my younger brother Ryan um there's a picture of me me's like I'm like in the corner of the field and Ryan's like in the middle of the field like sucking his thumb it was just a funny picture you know like (laughs) soccer back back in the day (laughs) what um what kind of was the system in Cedar Rapids Josh, just in terms of, you know, football for you through the stages from, you know, what was it like tackle right away? Was it flag football? What, what was kind of, what were the stages of football growing up? Oh, it was, it went flag for like, I think until third grade. Yeah. Cause then we had third and fourth grade tackle and, and then tackle all the way through up. Okay. What's it like? Do you remember what it was like going from, Flag football to tackle football, there's such a difference between those two. Games. Oh, yeah, there's a difference. I remember, like, one of the first practices, like, I got hit by, like, a fourth grader when I was in third grade, and I was like, whoa. 
<laughs> football. Because, you know, flag football, you just rip off the flag, so it was, like, nothing nothing really hard. Right. Um, were you always one of the bigger kids, or did you have a growth spurt at some point? How, how did that work out? I would say, like, I was probably one of the bigger kids, like, growing up. But then in high school, like, you know, people started getting taller, so I kind of stayed the same height when I got to high school, 6'4". So I was definitely one of the bigger kids, I would say, yeah, when I was growing up. Were you always up, uh, up, up on the, the up on the front lines, or were you? Uh, did you dabble in skill position ship when you were younger? Oh, uh, back in flag football, we would. Uh, I was a little QB, you know, deep ball pass throw for the. <laughs> <laughs> it, that was fun, but no, I was always uh, up front, O line, play a little defense, middle school. Do you remember kind of when you started to take it? Seri- I mean, because there's that time in our lives where we're, like, just playing for fun and, like you said, bonding with your dad and hanging out with your friends to the yeah. point where, you know, this is a serious thing. Uh, it was definitely uh, – I don't know what year. I started playing Team Iowa football, you know, the travel team that you can do here in Iowa. Mm-hmm. But I think it was maybe – I would say sixth grade, seventh grade, you know. I started kind of, like, focusing on football, like, hey, I'm kind of – good at this so let's take this to the next level like I traveled with Team Iowa football and we we went to Oklahoma one year and another uh, Las Vegas the next year to play football like we played North Texas and got absolutely spanked by them wow (laughs) those those were some big kids and then we uh we ended up winning the championship the next year against Oregon in the championship who are some of the guys you played with uh Creighton Mitchell was one of them. Mm. Uh, West Des Moines Valley. Yeah. Gosh. Um, Braden Ketcher was our uh, QB. He's from West Des Moines Valley, too. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ron Hendred, Kate Parker. Uh, That's got to be a pretty cool experience to just be able yeah. to play football with guys from around the state and kind of yeah. unity. Yeah, no, it was definitely fun. We always played like our like regional games at West Moine Valley, and they have a phenomenal stadium. It was so cool to play there. When did you start to hone in kind of on technique? And, uh, you know, obviously you're bigger, so you can do things, you know, just from a physical standpoint, but from a technique standpoint and trying to hone your skills that way, Josh, when did you start to really start to focus on that? Uh, freshman year, because my goal was like to play varsity as a sophomore and so I was like I knew that I needed technique because strength will be there like you can always get stronger but like whoever has better technique will always like be better in the end so I I definitely focused on technique freshman year and that helped me a lot who are some of the people who are some of the coaches that helped most with that would you say um well as my freshman coaches so I had coach Malloy coach Lilly at Xavier, they were the freshman coaches, and and then also like camps. Oh, camps! Yeah, camps helped me with my technique too, because I also learned stuff from different camps that I went to, which I also took into like my freshman season. But then Coach Lilly helped me, uh, freshman year too, because he was our. What kind of camps are you talking about, Josh? Um, like team camps or. No, like uh, like prospect camps, so like Iowa, Iowa State, like Michigan State, Notre Dame, like all those camps. Gotcha. And um, so as a freshman in high school, you played 
what, three sports or four? Four, yeah, four. So football. Uh, basketball and baseball. Basketball, track, baseball. What was that like? Was that, was that too much for you, do you feel like? No. I mean, when it got in the summer and we had baseball, it was, it was kind of hard to, you know, balance everything because I'd have to leave from a game and go to a camp, you know, that, that next day or something like that. So baseball was uh, – was baseball the first one that you stepped away from? Yeah, yeah. I ended up stepping away from baseball for my freshman year because I knew I needed that summer to, uh, to go to as many camps as I can to get my name around to coaches and colleges. Did you miss baseball? I mean, growing up playing it, I'm sure you, you were fond of it. Yeah, no, it was, it was really fun, but I think it was my time to go. I mean, I was kind of like getting this the stage where like if I don't hit the ball, I'm going to strike out or I hit it really far. Like, you know, baseball has been fun, but let me, let me step away from this sport. I got to focus on football. Where did you play in the field? I was either first base, pitcher. That was about it. Okay. Um, I'm sure you stood out. Literally. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> one of the bigger first basemen you saw or pitchers. And then, um, so then kind of, did you kind of see yourself um, developing more in football once you put that those summer uh, oh, yeah. together in camps and things like that? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And did you continue playing? I, I know you continued with track. Did you continue with basketball? Yeah, I continued with basketball through my sophomore year, and then I ended up tearing my ACL uh, my junior year, which I wasn't be able wasn't able to do. play basketball my junior year, and I thought I probably shouldn't play basketball my senior year. Okay. Um. So, um, at what point? I guess was it during your? I'm trying to remember now. Was it during your sophomore year or after your sophomore year when you started to get you know pick up momentum in recruiting? Uh, it was after my sophomore, yeah, football season. I got an offer from Iowa State. And then things kind of kept picking up from there. What was that like, kind of to realize, okay, I, I can play, you know, I'm halfway through my high school career, but I know I can play in college, and now I've got to, you know, navigate my way through this recruiting process. Yeah, no, it was crazy because we just went to the practice. Like, we weren't ex- expecting, like, for me to get offered and, and – Coach Campbell like took us aside and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna offer you a scholarship." And I was I was completely blown away because I didn't expect that. But um, then the recruiting process like picked up, and I was like, "Wow, okay, this is gonna be interesting." <laughs> For the next year and a half. Was it? I mean, what was it like going to you know around the country and, and visiting different campuses and talking to different coaches and trying to. I guess, decipher what was best for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess definitely, like, when I was – before I was a junior, you know, I had, like, colleges looking at me. So, like, I couldn't be able to, like, call them or text them unless they, like, called me and stuff like that, which is kind of stressful because, like, you're like, oh, shoot, I got to I gotta pick up the phone at this time when they're going to call me, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then once I turned – once I got – uh, to be a junior, it was so much more easier. You know, you can text a coach, be like, hey, can I call you real quick? We can talk about stuff like that, which was really nice. 
it was definitely uh, more stressful in the earlier stages of recruitment, I would feel like. What were some of the places you got out to visit outside of the um, state? Obviously, Iowa and Iowa State were two. Yeah, I visited Nebraska, Michigan State, Notre Dame. I think that was about it. Okay. There could be more. I'm forgetting them. Yeah, I can look up your profile, too, to see which ones you took. But uh, but you had a pretty wide array of, of schools that you were, uh, were looking at. What Did you kind of yeah. know from an early point what you were looking for, or did that develop over time as you went through the process? Um, it developed over time. I mean, like, I didn't really know, like, what I was getting into, like, the beginning of the recruiting process. And then once, you know, you took the visits, you're like, okay, this is what I want. This is what I don't want, you know. What did you find over time was most important to you? Uh, development. Like, like being able to, like, change your body into a more muscular, like, physical body where you're faster, stronger, that, that was a must for me. And, and Iowa did that really good. And I also liked Iowa. I mean, coaches and everything like that was just amazing. And I th- also thought I was a right fit at Iowa. Felt like home. So you uh, obviously you talked you touched on the uh, unfortunate ACL injury. How did that kind of change things for you? Not only from not being able to play, but just kind of okay. Now schools are going to look at me. You know, colleges are going to look at me and say, okay, he's he's coming back from an injury. Let's watch. Yeah, um, I was kind of sucked when I first tore my ACL, but uh, I kind of had narrowed my my schools down to Iowa and Iowa State at that time. So I talked to both of them, and they were like, hey, if you need anything, like, we're here. Like, we're not leaving you, you know. But, I mean, I didn't really talk to many other schools after I tore my ACL. It was just Iowa and Iowa State. Gotcha. Um, what – I guess what was that recovery like from, from the ACL? I know, you know, talking to people through the years, it almost seems like it's almost um, as much mental as it is physical to get back. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was hell. I mean, sorry for my language, but it was hell. <laughs> okay. we've, we've had worse on this podcast, Josh. So hell is not too bad. Um, No, <laughs> that like, like it's, it's all mental. Like you have to be able to push yourself and bend that leg as far as you possibly can, like do extra reps. Like it is, I would say it's more mental than it is physical in the first like month. Cause you got to like tell your like, Hey, like my leg's fine. Like I had surgery, like let's get this thing going. And sometimes like my leg, it took a while to, you know, get going. I ended up having to get restitched on one of my like incisions cause it opened back up, which sucked, but. It just sucked in general, but I'm glad I made it out on their side. How, just... how long was the process for you? How long was it from the time you suffered the injury to when you felt like you were, you know, back to where you were? I would say, oh, gosh. Uh, I hit the 10-month mark. 10-month uh, mark, like, around October, maybe. Okay. Yeah, like, early October, and then I was able to play later October yeah that makes sense which at 10 months I definitely felt like more confident in my leg and I was able to play 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's it like when you first get back out there on the field? And just, you know, I'm I'm assuming you wear a brace and just you're like, okay, um, you know, is it like getting back on a bike? Is it, is it a little bit more, uh, you know, disconcerting than that? Just because you're going, you're trying to, you're working on a repaired uh, knee or, or how, how would you describe it? I mean, I was a little nervous because like, you know, anything can happen. And I mean, I got on the field and like, I really, that was my first game. And, and since last season, but I still had those reps in practice where I was still going full contact. So I was still a little nervous. I mean, like, you don't know what's going to happen. So, I mean, I dis- definitely did think about it a little bit, like the first little bit of that game, but it definitely it went away. Of my Like, just thinking about my knee, like, hey, it could give out, but it's not going to give out. Like, you're fine. Have you f- completely gotten that behind you? Do you think about yeah. it anymore? Yeah, I don't feel like that anymore, no. I don't even think about it. Um, do you feel like that time away stunted your growth at all or development as a player? Do you feel like you still have, I, I don't know if ground to make up is the right thing, but almost feel like, hey, I can get even better now because I missed this time and I'm, you know, I, I'm where I'm at now, but I, I've got even more room to grow. Yeah, I definitely feel like that. I, I can always grow and get better at, things that I need to be better at. What have, uh, you know, Coach Polasek and, and uh, the Iowa coaches talked to you about just in terms of what they see for you uh, on the next level? What, what, what's their vision for you? Uh, at the guard position on the O-line. And how do you feel about that? Did you, you play both? Did you play both in high school? Uh, no, I never played guard, but I always played tackle in high school. Okay. Well, it's just going to be a little adjustment going into college, but that's okay. I'm I'm ready to take that challenge and move to guard. Okay. Um, how has Xavier prepared you for the next level? Oh, I would. They prepared me pretty good. I mean, not like athletically, but like academically too. Like both of them, they prepared me really good. I feel like. What's um, that program's had? You know, so much success and. Coach Schulte's um, done such a good job there um, yeah. through the years. What is it about Xavier that you guys continue to be able to enjoy that success? Um, like, so last year, like, it was every day. Like, every day was a grind for us. Like, we didn't think about the year before, like, the state championship. Like, this was a new year, a new, a new chapter in the book. Like, let's make our own, like, chapter. And it was a grind every day. and that's what probably the success of Xavier is grinding like every day, like getting to work, like hitting that sled and every day, like going up there with your brothers and knowing that this may be a hard practice, but we're going to get through it and it's going to make us better. What's the culture like? Is it, is it to the point where you'd really, there, there doesn't need to be things said. Everybody knows kind of what is expected. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like you people, I mean, Coach kind of begins like, hey, if you're going to be a turd, 
stay in the locker room. Like, this practice, we're going to work our ass off. Like, we're ready to roll. Be efficient. Let's go. That's, he always says that a lot. Be efficient. Let's go. And um, what, what's the what, – what's what are the, um, I guess, academic or educational um, – what, what's the word I'm looking for? requirements kind of what's expected of you on, you know, in, in regards to that, I imagine you can't just show up and be, you know, play football. Yeah, no, there's, I don't really know how to say it, but you can, you can get in trouble for having bad grades, like a deficiency where you have like a, a D in one class. That means you can't play the game Friday, I believe, but you can practice all week, but they definitely like are on you for your grades. And coach Schulte will, is a teacher there. So if it, you're slacking in some class, he'll he'll be notified and he'll talk to you and you'll you'll get your stuff in as quickly as possible. Obviously, with that type of you know uh, going through that type of a system, uh, I would imagine that academics were important for you when you were picking a college. How, how much did you look at that in that in that process? Yeah, um, academics is pretty big because you always have to have like a plan B, like if you don't make it to the NFL or after college, you know. So. I wanted to be like something in business and I just thought like academically it was good for me to go to Iowa and I, and I felt like home academics. We've, we toured the the business center there and I just felt like at home at the business center, I thought it was neat and cool. Yeah. Tippy's a great school. That's uh, if yeah. you're going for business, that's certainly uh certainly a draw for Iowa. Yeah. How close was it? Josh, between Iowa and Iowa State, did you go back and forth there for a while and before it became clear? Yeah, I did go back and forth for a while between Iowa and Iowa State, and then and then I really figured out that development was what I really, really, really wanted, and and then Iowa kind of became the clear choice. Tough fo- phone call to make to to Coach Campbell to let him. I mean, he was the first one to offer to let him know that you were going to Iowa. Yeah, it was it was hard. I kind of you know teared up a little bit because I didn't know like what to expect I mean they did a really job and like really job like a great job in recruiting me and it was hard to tell someone that believed in you like hey I'm going to a different school and stuff like that but I think I made the right choice in the end he strikes me as a guy that uh would handle that well though that that yeah yeah no he did handle it reaction like he was like, hey, Josh, thanks thanks for doing this recruiting process right, and we appreciate you, and best of luck to you. Yeah, he reminds me of a young Coach Ferentz. I've, I've covered yeah. Coach Ferentz his whole time here, and they, the similarities are kind of uh, striking to me. That uh, So um, uh, you, you were in the class relatively early. Um, what's it been like to see your class come together and what type of bond do you think you guys have? Oh, we're definitely pretty close. I mean, we have our own – we have our group chat on Snapchat. So, we we talk probably you know, once or twice a day on it just to see what's up. But uh, we're a pretty tight group. Um, it was really fun, like, being one of the earlier commits and seeing, like, who else we could try to get. And I think we got a great class full of great athletes. What uh, what was your role in that, Josh? What did you do to try to? Because you want to, you don't want to be to the point where you're overbearing, you know, with a, with a guy that's looking at Iowa. But you also want to yeah. let him know that hey, this is a good place to be. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of hit him in the DMs and be like, hey, like, what are you looking for? Like, what what do you, questions you got about Iowa? I can 
answer and stuff like that. Just be like relaxed. Like don't like be like, hey, go to Iowa and stuff like that. <laughs> Just gotta talk to what's it uh what's it like for you being able to to go to Iowa with a high school teammate? Oh, that's pretty cool. Being able to go to Iowa with Ethan, that's pretty cool. What's uh what's your relationship like with, with Ethan? Oh, we're pretty good friends. I asked him this um, as well. I can't. I've talked to him a while ago, so I can't remember what were the what were the uh, the competitions like in practice when you guys went up against each other. Oh, they were pretty fun. They're they're real fun. I mean, we just did boards and stuff like that, but it was fun. I mean, when we'd hit, it was a hit. You know, <laughs> it was loud. Pretty evenly matched, or did one get the better of the other? I mean, I would say it's evenly matched. I mean, me going up against him, like as him as a linebacker. So, I mean, he got the little jukes in there, here and there, but <laughs> I'd get him, you know. <laughs> um, I guess when you, uh, whenever we can get back to football and you guys are able to get on campus, what's uh, kind of, what's your approach to, to your freshman season and, and when you arrive there? How, how will you, how will you, how will, excuse me, how will you approach that? Um just soak it in and get get rolling right away i mean start learning and stuff like that i mean yeah um what what when you think about iowa and offensive line it's it's you know it's kind of one of the things that defines the program what do you when you look at you know as somebody who plays the position what is it about iowa's offensive line that's you know both attractive to you and what makes it effective when you watch it their technique is really good. And they're just ex- like explosively beastly players. Like they're just really good players. Like they're explosive and they're just mall people. <laughs> good description. Um, Coach Polishek's an interesting character. He certainly aren't going to fall asleep on his watch. What uh, what's your relationship like with him, and and how do you how do you um, how much do you look forward to being able to to learn and play for a guy like that? Yeah, I can't wait to get down to Iowa and get coached by Coach Polishek. It's going to be fun. Um, but we've been doing some offensive install on Zoom with Coach Polishek. Me and Tyler Ellsbury have, but I literally can't wait to get coached by him. What are those like? What's that install like on Zoom doing it virtually? Um, It's a little bit different, you know, on Zoom. Because, uh, you know, like I would assume that we'd have those meetings like in the meeting room. But, I mean, we're learning. Me and Tyler are learning really good. Picking up stuff. Cool. What um, What do you think will be the biggest challenges for you uh, on the next level when you get in there? What, what do you – and maybe you don't know that till you get there, but what are some areas that you feel like, okay, I've got to prove that I can do this or, or be better at this? Um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure yet, but definitely my technique and just – yeah, technique and explosively – like explosive power. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, – What's your height and weight right now, Josh? What are you coming in at? Or what about what will you be coming in at? Uh, 6'4", 3'10", right now. Okay. That's a big boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> it would have been interesting to see you on the baseball field this year. Yeah. Um, so, um, obviously, you, uh, man cannot live on football alone, although many of us try. Um, what, uh, what are some of your interests away from the field? Um. 
so when I'm not working out or working on like football stuff, I like to uh, ride ATVs, like four wheelers. And then I build stuff like with wood and play video games sometimes if I get that bored. <laughs> so you do you live on some land? I think you mentioned that earlier. Are you kind yeah. of rural Cedar yeah. Rapids? Yeah. Yeah, we live on about seven acres. Okay. And, yeah, so our defensive coach, Coach O'Connell, uh, sometimes he'll have us help bail, pay for him, square, square bales and stuff like that. So I've been a farmhand for him for a little bit and another farmer. Okay, cool. And do you ride yeah. your ATVs on your own property or do you guys go elsewhere? Uh, we ride on the gravel roads. Let's go for nice rides. Okay. And the wood, the wood building stuff, what do you, do you like do like carving and stuff or do you help build like houses? What, what do you do with the woodwork? I'll just like, I don't know, projects and stuff like around the farm. Like if we have to put like a wall up in the barn for the goats, cause we have some goats. So I helped my dad do that. Okay. I mean, we just have projects that we do with woodworking and stuff like that, I got which I like to do. Yeah, I'm envious of that because I am not handy at all. I can't build anything. <laughs> I'm not, not my area. Um, how about video games? You mentioned that. What type of video games do you play? What are your go-tos there? Oh, gosh. This is going to be a shocker. But uh, I'm a big farming simulator guy. I don't play, like, none of that COD stuff or NBA. I'll play some uh, NFL, like, whatever, Madden, Madden 20. Or, yeah, I'll play that, but I'm just a farming simulator kind of guy. I'm not sure many people know that game. No, I'd have to look at that. My son plays video games. I'll have to ask him if he knows anything about that. He'll look into it even if he doesn't. Um, he's He's got that kind of interesting uh, – he likes to find out new things. But uh, So you're not a Fortnite guy? You're not on there with your friends playing Fortnite and stuff like that? No, I like to just, like, play by myself, play on Farming Simulator. I mean, I'll, I'll uh, chat with my friends, but I won't be playing the same game as them. Gotcha. On um, from, uh, you know, from an entertainment standpoint, you much into, uh, TV, movies, books, things like that. Any of that stuff, uh, float your boat? Yeah. Right now I'm watching, uh, The Last Dance. And then probably my favorite movie would be, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Good one. Very good one. One, one, one of my I, favorites as well. Yeah. I'm not reading any books at this current time other than some Iowa football stuff. You have like the playbook and stuff like that? Or you already no, it's books? like, uh, I guess our weight program booklet and some nutrition stuff that I read here and there. Gotcha. How much are you involved in that just in terms with coach Doyle? Has he given you guys nutritional and, and workout information? Yeah. So I think like once we signed, like three days after we signed, we got like three booklets in the mail. We got a weightlifting one and then it showed us like, what different weight lifts like in pictures of like different lifts and stuff like that. And then nutrition booklet. So have you stuck with the nutrition? I know in, in, uh, in the pandemic, it's been tough to kind of keep your, it for me anyway, and, and I'm old, but to, to keep my discipline and, and try to eat healthy. Oh, it's not too, not too hard anymore. Cause we just picked up a freaking half a cow, half a, <laughs> half a, or a full hog. So, I mean, like, it's meat all the time. So, not any of that junk food. 
So um, I appreciate you again taking this time, Josh, and we'll kind of wrap this up here. Um, how do you kind of stay patient, not knowing when you're going to be able to get to Iowa? What, what are you doing to kind of just making sure you, you don't go stir crazy? Uh, since we live on an acreage, I mean, I got a lot of space to do stuff. So, I mean, I'll lift and then I'll do some running and then I'll, I don't know, ride the four-wheeler or do something outside for a little bit. But I'm always busy with something. Okay. Well, that's good to hear because we all need yeah. to keep our sanity yeah. during this. Like you said earlier, it can be boring, but you just got to get, we just got to get through every day. And it looks like uh, yeah. I saw some, some information earlier here that the state's opening up a little bit. So maybe we're moving towards, uh, maybe yeah. we're moving towards getting back together here. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks again, Josh. Uh, we really appreciate you joining us and we look forward to watching, uh, watching you get to Iowa and your career at Iowa. And it's always, always fun to see the local guys do well. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right, Hawkeye fans. Thank you for joining us and listening and check out Hawkeye nation for all, uh, your Iowa sports coverage, and we'll be back to talk with you soon.